Hello everyone, my name is Captain Jack and welcome to Trek Central. I am joined by my fantastic co-host today, Mr. Dom, how are you doing? I'm doing okay, yes, I'm looking forward to talking about stuff today. Indeed, and today we're here on a special episode of a Trek Central sort of podcast and weekly show we do occasionally. And this is talking about the Captain Picard weeks. Of course, we are now one week or just under one week away from Star Trek Picard Season 2. Wow, and it's part of Strangely Pod's week of celebrations of the Captain Picard week. There are a ton of fantastic people hosting some great events all around. Uh, we was invited to join ourselves, and uh, myself and Dom got together, and we're going to be discussing Picard's greatest speeches today, because I think we can agree, Dom, Picard has some cracking speeches in his oh, time. We've yes. all got our favourites. Yes, indeed. He is very good at speeches. <laughs> Exactly. Now, fantastic. Many other like people are joining this show as well. Uh, Star Trek Discovery Pod, for example, Discotech Podcast, uh, Trek Untold, Le Quadrant Pop, who I personally listen to occasionally. Uh, they're all joining the sort of Captain Picard week scheduling. You can find out more details. Obviously, you're watching it on theirs now. Uh, and also, we're promoting film on the Trek Central site as well. Don't forget to head over to strangedupod.com to learn the full details. And of course, uh, head over to their Twitter account. Uh, we're great friends with them and can't wait to take part in this. It's going to be ma- uh, amazing. Right, let's talk about. Picard speeches. Now, you mm-hmm. were wanting to talk about the measure of a man today, wasn't it? Yes, as you can see from behind me. Indeed, yeah. Uh, in really pixelated uh, background I have. <laughs> um, I really love the measure of a man as an episode, but um, Picard's speech during this episode on what essentially constitutes a living being, um, talking about whether data is a person or property, and not only how he's delivering that speech, but how he targets it towards, like Bruce Maddox, who's the person arguing that data is property and should be dismantled so I can make more of them, um, to Philippa Louvois, the, I think, Attorney General, um, who's presiding over this um, judgment and just how he targets it and gets to the truth of the matter during the speech is amazing to see in the episode and really sits with you for a long time. It's fantastic. I particularly like that one because it's all that like court case scene as well. And also like Picard's speech about, you know, how valuable data is, but not just the speech, but also the the court case in general, how he proves that Mm -hmm. data can be turned off. It all connects with that speech towards the end there. And it works out fantastic, I think. Yes, and definitely, you know, asking Bruce Maddox, okay, so what constitutes sentience? And then going through the three different things of intelligence, self-awareness, and consciousness to prove that data is sentient. And, you know, it's Starfleet's mission to find new uh, civilizations, new life forms, and there it is sitting in front of us. And we will be judged by how we treat this new life form, especially if eventually people like Bruce Maddox or other people, as we've seen in Picard, making new androids. And we will be judged as a people, as a species, by how we treat this new race. Which is also like a message for Star Trek, particularly the Prime Directive, in a sense, really there. Mm. It connects with that, where it's like, we are judged like by our actions and how we treat others. I mean, that can be applied through many things. And like, you know, we see this in Star Trek over time. People have got this opinion of the Federation and Starfleet because of something that's happened to the others. I mean, we sort of see that a bit in um, Star Trek Prodigy, in a sense, the newly released animated show from Nickelodeon, where, mm. you know, I can say this now because we have a couple of weeks out, but obviously, minus spoilers in case you haven't watched it just yet, the Diviner is very angry of how his people were treated uh, when first contact came around with Starfleet. And obviously, I don't want to spoil it too much there, but how that whole sort of thing 
developed there. It's like how you treat things and how things go based on treating them can affect it. So Picard's speech connects really well there. Like he does address the ramifications of Data's type of androids being treated as machines when they're indeed sentient. I think it connects mm. really well. If anything, it's like a great message for the rest of Star Trek just because of how well it connects. And I think you definitely uh, have gone to a point where a lot of the really great Picard speeches go on this topic of how do we treat people, um, especially in other episodes like Drumhead and The Wounded. Um, I think it's The Wounded with the Cardassians. I think so, um, yeah. Yeah, and just how we as people treat others and what that means for us uh, is pervasive in all of Picard's speeches. I, I totally agree. Like I always feel like it's a lesson and a message as well, not just to the people mm. that's going on in Star Trek, but also to the viewers as well. Like Picard's speech in the measure of a man is like treat it's about treating people differently, essentially. Like that's the mm. core if we break it down and remove the Star Trek layer of it, I think of it's like a, a layer of cake essentially. It's like a weird analogy of the cut with that. Yes. If we remove the layers of go to the base, it's about how you treat people differently. Like this is, you break it down. That can be applied to very modern day things as well, which I think shows how well Picard's speech in the next generation and the whole Star Trek age as well, realistically. We can still apply the lessons Picard teach us all the way back then, which is like is it 1980 or 1990 for episode? I think it was 1980 something, wasn't it? Uh, I think. It would be like 1990. 1990, I yeah, I honestly can't remember. It started the time in 1989. More and more lately of what's going on all around the world in the last couple of years and in the future as well, treating people, you know, with respect um, because they are also sentient life forms, essentially, and human beings is a core message that can be taken away from that and applied new things. That's what Star Trek's very good at, is having these core messages. Um, you get what I'm on about. I think viewers at home will get what I'm yes. on about as well. Like, it connects really well, is my point. Yeah, it has very timeless messages. And, you know, it's a shame that these things which were discussed uh, in the 80s and 90s are still needed to this day but even though even if that's the case it's still good to hear these messages and to take them to heart i i totally agree it's it's a really core cool message at the end of the day which does so well like he's arguing like this is why this is bad i'm right essentially um that's essentially how it's going but i just can't i can't get up how well it applies like modern day um scenarios in a sense like now i'm thinking about it more and more, and more. it's been ages since i've actually personally watched mm. the measure of a man because uh, yeah, i'm going to talk about the trump head in a second but there's definitely um a specific part in his speech where he's like you know what we do today will um enable us to expand uh, freedoms for some and curtail freedoms for others um, and you know we will be judged by the law we make here today to make it a good law and you know we see this in the world today with freedoms being taken away for like lgbt people um in america particularly recent um, events yeah especially uh, i think it's texas yeah um and just how you know, we will be judged for how we treat others and we should really, you know, we should really respect all the differences of um, us as people. I completely agree. It just connects ever so well, I think, mm. just because it's like, again, I can't like ram at home anymore how well it connects to current day 
scenarios and such like it has to be a defining and pivotal moment for the star trek franchise as a whole i think that speech really nailed picard because this is early tng as well this was season mm. two measure of a man was wasn't it yeah season two or three? yes it was season two season two episode either nine or 19 mm. i always forget early. i'm sure some people are gonna agree with me i always forget earlier next gen stuff for some reason like once the season three i remember more but i always forget apart from Pulaski, i always forget that but like this is also defined next gen as a show and like if we look back probably we can find some music somewhere it really stapled home of how well of a good show it was going to be because of a speech like that it shows what type of man picard is because season one you know it takes a bit of time settling there season two you're settling in a lot more to the role Bam, this is where you get to learn more in-depth things about the characters here. Mm, definitely. And you do have like some good speeches in like Encounter and Firepoint mm. uh, and probably some other episodes I'm forgetting. But, so uh, many, isn't it? I think Measure of Man was when it was like, oh, this is, you know, really trying to tell us something. Do you also have good sci-fi um... should, yeah. Yeah, you're right. He does have the um, script of the speech in, uh, it was Encounter at Firepoint, which was in the series mm. premiere uh the tng and you know some people don't consider it the best thing in the world but it, it's sort of like you know it was the introduction to q and picard's speech you know on defense of humanity and that's of course a recurring thing for that next generation as a whole and might be touched on in season two of picard because we know john delancey is returning and hopefully next week we'll see the trial never ends exactly we'll see q himself potentially i'm not sure if he's in episode one but who knows um but i wonder if that'll be brought up again like the trial of humanity and whether picard will have another great speech here's a question for you before we get on to my one about the drum head do you think you know season two of picard will have a really good speech from sir patrick stewart as jean-luc picard i oh, hope so i think so i mean we've seen some scenes from some of the trailers of picard seemingly giving a speech at a starfleet event and we also see uh, him in it, the um what well, i i read on sort of the alternate uniform i get it was very alternate sense so somebody goes to old class yes. it's very like dark and it's very emo in a sense emo yeah the evil monster maroon yes no, we should call um, it emo now we can go that <laughs> Yeah, so it does look, in a sense, not only is he giving, you know, speeches in the general sense of speeches, but hopefully there are some uh, nice speeches in there as well. Because I think, you know, Picard season one had a lot of good, I wouldn't call them speeches, but sayings such as, you know, fear is an incompetent teacher and don't uh, let perfect be the enemy of the good. You know, there's some good sayings there, but we did have, I don't think we really got a very meaty speech, which we know Picard for. So it would be interesting to get that in season two of the show. I would love to see if, like, you know, Picard has almost a first order speech when he's, like, the alt version of him. It's like, it's the last day of the Romulan Empire, something like that. would be really funny. But I want to talk about uh, the drumhead. It's one of my favorite episodes of Star Trek Next Generation, uh, mainly because of uh, Picard's speech in it, particularly the line where it's like, with the first link, the chain is forged, the first speech censored, the first thought forbidden, the first freedom denied, chains us all uh, irrevocably, I think it is. I I can never pronounce it. I can never pronounce that word myself. (laughs) We'll add it to another word Jack can't pronounce in the Star Trek verse. We should start keeping lists of that at this point. Mm -hmm. My point is, like, this is one of the fantastic speeches um, for Next Gen, but also all of Star Trek, I think, because obviously the spirit of a drumhead to catch people up who may have not seen it in years or maybe haven't seen it at all, it's completely fine. I would recommend watching it by the way. It's called The Drumhead, it's starting next generation. Uh, basically, an admiral arrives on board in Hunt of the Spies, leading information to the Romulan Star Empire. Obviously, the Romulans being the big bad of Star Trek Next Generation, or one of them at least, and also a central focus for Star Trek Picard, and we presume they'll still be focused on in season two as well, so keep that in mind. 
they do capture the saboteur eventually uh, and this sort of uh, retired admiral uh, I think she's retired is basically giving this investigation and trial uh, a lot of people are brought to the stand including Mr. Worf himself and Captain Picard uh, they go after this young sort of officer who I think was called Simon Tarsus I believe yes. yeah I think it's, it's Simon something um she eventually like they eventually like turn their eyes on Picard himself don't they it's a very like twist episode it's like actually no, you're in the wrong now um but eventually Picard managed to turn around and break down this sort of like sham trial in a sense or what we call a drumhead and that's where the episode name comes from because the investigation sort of becomes xenophobic in a sense and it's almost like a witch hunt that discards the truth and obviously that built into Picard's thing there um about the first freedom being denied and how it changed everyone and the speech for me, like, it connects so well with the entire episode because what's scary at certain points, and I've spoken to many people over the years about this episode, people end up siding with Worf, who was in the wrong at one point in that episode because, you know, because of his hatred for Romulans of what they did to his parents, he wanted to believe the man was guilty at the end of the day. And obviously the speech eventually turned him around when a trial broke down. And I just think it's really cool how the episode and that speech challenges a lot of people and makes people sit back and go, Wow, okay, yeah, that that makes you think. I think that's one thing um, not only Star Trek does, but Picard specifically as a character with his speeches and great inspirational moments makes people think about what is um, going on, changes their mind. What did you think about the drumhead when you first watched yeah, it? Yeah, I, you know, really love that speech, especially, you know, I think the quote you said about, um, the you know, the first link of the chain um, binding us irrecoverably, um, you know, that's, the thing that really stands out in that speech. And I think Picard as a character in these speeches, um, just like how in um, courtrooms, you know, you burn away all this ancillary stuff to get to the truth. Picard in his speeches, you know, really gets to the heart of the issue and burns away all the things around it to get to that heart and be like, this is what is happening right now and really lays it out. Um, for you to understand, oh, okay, that's, yeah, that's a serious issue right there. Um, so I think it's just Picard is really good at getting to the heart of these issues and um, speaking it out very well. I couldn't agree more. It just fits ever so well, I think. And like, but, oh, there's another part of the episode of Drumhead. It's the end part when he's speaking to Worf, because Worf comes to him, I think, at the end of it, and talks about it and, like, apologizes for being wrong, I believe, or, like, you know, incorrectly going after it because of, you know, the whole Roman situation. And I think, like, if I... I just dropped a note a second. Yeah, it was like, villains at 12 and mustaches are easy to spot, but those that close themselves in good deeds are well camouflaged. But she, I, Admiral uh, Sartre, I believe it was, or someone like her will always be with us, waiting for the right climate in which to flourish, spreading fear in the name of righteousness. If anything, going back to what we said about the measure of a man, that little speech fell. That was like a speech in a sense. And Picard's overall speech connects with modern day things again. We could make the comparison between his ending thing about villains twirling and mustaches to the idea of fake news, you know, wanting to clothe themselves in good deeds, but take advantage of false information to sort of like try and get their own way. Or, you know, particularly when it says waiting for the right climate in which to flourish, spreading fear in the name of righteousness. That once again can be, can be applied to modern day scenarios, I think. And again, it's a testament to how Picard's speech still matters to this day in 2022 at the minute. And with current events and worldwide, I think that makes even more sense of how it connects. Mm, yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, it's much harder to see these villains um, who you know, they're not doing it for evil, they're doing it for supposedly good. Um, but when you see their um, 
decisions, their actions, their motives, you can tell, okay, they may be doing this for good, but they're doing it in dramatically the wrong way. And that is a big distinction that has to be made. You know, everybody is doing what they believe is good. No one's doing what they think is bad, but everyone's good and bad is different. Um, and you've just got to really see what's being done and being said by people and view whether their actions have harm for other people, whether it's, you know, curtailing the freedoms of some people in the name of good, but it's still curtailing freedoms. For me, like, I think it was the episode of Drumhead and that speech was ranked like one of the 10th great or like one of the mm. uh, 10 greatest moments of like Picard ever. And I remember when we was researching, like if we think back two years ago now, which when season one of Star Trek Picard aired, wow, that was a long time ago now, wasn't it? Um, and how we was researching Picard content. I remember watching and I think people started ranking that episode, particular speech, like, you know, top second or third uh, for Picard's greatest moments in Star Trek. And for me, like, it's always been up there as, like, just a fantastic moment for Picard. I, I loved it, mm. personally. Yeah, I think I have to shout out a specific, like, YouTube video. I don't know the channel that made it, but there's a YouTube video called, like, Inspirational Speeches of Star Trek. And it has a picture of Picard, oh, like, a rainbow Star Trek behind him. And it has Drumhead in it. And not only does it include, you know, the great Picard speeches, but it includes all the great speeches and moments in Star Trek to some really, really thought-provoking emotional music. And, you know, I watch that video probably every couple of months, and I'm still blown away by listening to all of it, whether it be from Picard or, surprisingly, you know, a speech from Quark is really, really good um about humanity um so it just goes to show how impactful not only picard speeches are in star trek but just a lot of star trek speeches are to us and to present day and what we are currently dealing with i completely agree because uh, there's a moment i was about to say that it slipped my mind is um I just love a bit of the end. Like, I can't go over the whole, um, you know, villains, 12 and mustaches because it builds into the drumhead speech there. And it does point out real world issues at the minute. And once again, it's what Picard's greatest speeches have actually done um, through the whole of time. And I think it just works super well. I'm trying to think of a connection point. Um, what was it again? Or is it, oh, it's the, uh, it connects a little bit with like the first duty in a sense, doesn't it? About how, mm -hmm. you know, you need to like, be um, truthful and be correct and, you know, get your factual information correct. Because I think it's the episode of First Duty, which is where we have the Wesley Crusher situation about lying at Starfleet yes. Academy, isn't it? And at the time, like, I've just drawn up a note again. It's like, the first duty of every Starfleet officer is the truth, whether it's the scientific truth, historical truth, or personal truth. It's the guiding principle on which Starfleet is based. And if you can't find it within yourself to stand up and tell the truth about what happened, you don't deserve to wear that uniform. That speech as well echoes around like the halls of Star Trek, I'd say, particularly when we think about Starfleet Academy and things like that, because it's um, it's Sir Patrick Stewart's ability and his amazing talents to sort of like deliver lessons about values without sounding preachy in a sense. I don't think his speeches sound preachy. They sound just well delivered and straight yeah. to the point. And it's it's so well delivered in these speeches. It's not just told to the characters, like I said earlier, it's told to the viewer as well. And I think when you speak about the drumhead and the first duty and the measure of man, they all have a similar message of teaching mm -hmm. the viewer um, a key sort of message in a sense. 
And obviously the drum head is, you know, not letting, you know, your fear or hatred or something take away from the truth at the end of the day. I think that's a message we can take away from that one. The first duty is about being truthful, not only to yourself, but also to those around you. So, you know, you do what you set out to do to the best ability, you know, respecting that essentially. And obviously the measure of a man is respecting other sentient life forms and people who are not the same as you, which has always been a core message of Star Trek when you think about it. Yes, definitely. And for me, like, I just particularly love that. Um, I'm really hoping with Picard season two, we do get like a really strong speech. That would be something that's really cool. Like, obviously, we know Star Trek Picard is ending at season three. We need like one bloody good last, you know, Jean-Luc Picard speech to send us off with. Because like you said, season mm-hmm. one didn't really have some. Season two needs some. Yes, definitely. Um, it would, I think it would be a great send off for the character mm. if you do have a speech which you know, goes through all these different things in a very um, through line, nice way and just sums up what the character Picard stands for and what we can take from this character and apply to ourselves to be better. I completely agree. It matches with, um, I think just on an end point as well, like one of Picard's mm-hmm. greatest, it's not really speech, but it's saying, where it's like, history will never forget the name. Enterprise, and you know, as in the yesterday's Enterprise episode, I think that's mm. also like just one of Picard's best moments. To be fair, and I, I know it's all his speeches. I just had to mention that one because it is one of my yes, favorites. There's, well. there's a lot of good, uh, you know, sayings, and I think personally, you know, like I said earlier with Star Trek Picard, something I tell myself regularly is that don't let perfect be the enemy of good, because uh, I think that just resonates a lot with me as a perfectionist, um, but also just you know. Do as much good as you can. Don't let it not being the best it can be stop that. Because I've got a counter quote day, for you. Good is still good. There's a counter quote that applies to that. So, what do you say? Is a perfect not be the enemy of good? Was it? Um, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. I think I got a few. It's like uh, plan and prepare for every occasion. You'll never act. There you go. We're trading inspirational mm-hmm. quotes there. That's actually um, from Xerxes, but also it was uh, paraphrasing the Expanse, believe it or not, during Admiral Subaltair's speech. Where it was, uh, you know, plan and prepare for every occasion you never act. Essentially, like, if things are perfect, you're never actually going to do it. Like, at some point, you just need to take a leap of faith. And that's also a Star Trek message as well. It's like, sometimes you have to trust the unknown and go for it. I mean, it is also yeah, exploring without I, I a frontier. There's another really uh, nice Picard saying, um, which I can't remember the specific wording, but he uh, is telling data that, you know, failure is not a bad thing and um it's very human to fail um i'm trying to remember the specific i can't remember one i know what you mean i think it also just reminded me of that sort of episode um there's like a banned episode or a censored episode of star trek where there's a great there was a speech isn't it i think it covers like terrorism or something like that it's one of the earlier episodes where they're on the um actually yar's home planet isn't it or something there's a People might remember when I'm mentioning there, but I'm pretty sure the episode hey, got into. I think episode got into hot water because there's like a speech about data questioning, like terrorism and actions and stuff like that. Obviously, I don't dive into it too much because I think it was for, me for a reason. I, I'm pretty um, sure it still is in the release version. Was it with the Irish reunification? Yes, I think it, it, might, it may it have was, been. Uh, yeah, banned in the UK. It was like it was yeah. a bit of a weird discussion about because at the time it was released, but. Again, it's Star Trek connecting of real-world events there, and I think that's it's a testament to the show when things happen like that, because it shows it's connecting really well with what's actually going on. Mm, definitely. 
And obviously, we could sit here all day and ramble about uh, Star Trek, <laughs> Picard speeches, uh, and also the upcoming uh, Picard things, because realistically, it's fantastic to talk about. Like, Picard is a central, important character to the franchise. Obviously, we're back with him next week as well. Uh, we're having mm. two Star Trek shows on air at the same time with Star Trek Discovery and obviously Star Trek Picard as well. And hopefully, season two is taking a different yeah. tonal change based on the trailer so far. It looks and like it. It's just the fact that, you know, talking about Picard as like one of the main characters in Star Trek, we're going to have 10 series of Picard from TNG to Picard. Yeah. And then, what, five movies? Yeah. Um, so he, you know, he is. When, when people look at Star Trek, yeah, you can. Oh, Spock is Star Trek, but I think a lot of the time it is Picard who is Star Trek. Um, and it's just great that we are getting uh, two more se- uh, two more seasons of Picard, and hopefully we can get some good speeches in there, like we've said. Indeed, I- I'm really hoping so. But everyone, uh, we will leave you here today. Hopefully you've enjoyed our little short uh, version about Star Trek Picard speeches. Um, you know, Jean-Luc Picard is almost like regarded as the ultimate captain for Star Trek, dare I say. A little bit of a controversial opinion, some may agree, but for me, he's one of my best captains in Star Trek. Um, I love him, he's fantastic. But, you know... Hopefully it lives up to the expectations in Picard Season 2 as well. I'm currently in the middle of my Picard Season 1 rewatch and really enjoying it. Uh, I'm currently on Episode 5 at the minute and cannot, can't wait to see 7 of 9 kicks some ass because we all need more of that in our life. But of course, yes. if you're watching this on the Strange New Pod channel, then we do hope you're enjoying the Captain Picard Week celebrations. A massive thank you to Julian and the team for inviting us on board and hopefully we'll do something more like this in the future as well. Uh, just a shout out to everyone else who's joining. Obviously, across the weekend, you've got some more shows to look forward to. I believe uh, the Antimatter Pod are doing the Change of Stuffiness, a defense of Captain Picard, which sounds like a great discussion. Uh, the Green Shirt Podcast is doing Picard by the Yard, fashionably going when no one has gone before. I need to tune to that. That sounds hilarious. Oh, that's going to be him in like his Rizian is outfit. It? <laughs> and, oh, that's going to be. I'm I'm really looking forward to that now that you've said. The Jurassic Sisters Podcast doing Picard and diplomacy, and on mm-hmm. Sunday I believe Trek and Told are doing Lucotus or Lucotus of Borg, Jean Luc Picard and Trauma. That sounds fantastic. Uh, and Starfleet Leadership Academy on Monday and the Star Trek Discovery Pod as well. And I believe uh, Le Quadrant Pop are doing previews on Star Trek. Even with this fantastic amount of stuff to check out over yes. Captain Picard week, uh, we here on Trek Central will be reporting the latest Star Trek Picard news to you here. And hopefully we'll have some of the guys on soon uh, to talk more about Picard and more fantastic things. Because we've got season two in just under one week now on Thursday, the third, I believe it is, isn't it, Dom? Third is when Picard yes. airs. I'm excited. Yes, so I can't wait. Just, yeah, on the day we're recording this, because we're late, we're recording this on a yes. Thursday, it'll be a week until Picard, but tomorrow when you watch it, less than a week, it'll be fantastic. Uh, on that note, Dom, thank you for joining me today, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you for having me, yeah. And also, we've been Trek Central, we'll be back with you very soon, and thank you once again to Strange Pod for inviting us on. We'll see you soon. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>